Hello and welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, back with another episode for you so you know what's going on in the city of Peoria. And I am very excited because we are kicking off the first episode of our second season. If you joined us last week, you got to see or hear the live Facebook feed that we had for our one year anniversary uh, special. We had the city manager on. It was a fantastic interview. We had a live mariachi band that joined us. It was a great episode. Please go back and listen to that if you have not had a chance. It was a fantastic interview with Henry Darwin and he was great. And I am so excited because we are kicking off season two of What's Up Pew. And again, our goal here, if you're new to the podcast, is just to give you the information you need so you know what's going on in our city. And on top of that, I always invite in a special guest to come and talk about something going on in Peoria, whether it's a business that's that's opening or, you know, having a, a guest who works in the city who can give you insight into what is happening in the city. But we always try to give you something so you know what's going on in Peoria, around Peoria. And uh, the guest is always a big part of that. And today is no exception because I have a, a special guest in studio. And I am uh, I'm really excited about this because Right now, on everybody's mind are interest rates, and I have gone out and I brought in a uh, an expert in this field. And my guest today is a vice president. He's a branch manager at Nova Home Loans. Michael Engelking is joining us this morning. Michael, how you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Michael. Michael's going to take us through uh, some things you can do if you're looking to buy a house. Or if you currently own one and you want to, you know, maneuver some some equity, Michael is an expert in this area. He's going to be able to walk you through some things you can do. He's going to make himself available as well. So if you want to reach out to him to get some advice, uh, his advice is free, right? Your advice is always free? Absolutely. Advice is free. So if it's free, take three. Get three different things of advice from him. No, I'm kidding. But it, it honestly... Uh, if you if you have questions, Michael is the guy to reach out to. He's the guy that will take care of you, and uh, he's going to walk us through some things that you can do uh, with your current situation. So I'm excited about having Michael on, uh, and uh, I appreciate his time this morning. So I want to remind all of you, all the loyal listeners out there, thank you for continuing to download the podcast and being a part of what we're doing here. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, we do have a, a, a email address. It's what's up Peoria at Peoria AZ. Dot gov. Uh, that's what's up Peoria at PeoriaAZ.gov. I've had uh, many people reach out. I've had people who are trying to start their own podcasts reach out. So that's really cool. I'm excited about that. And as always, just to remind you, you can pick up this podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all of those places. So um, again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of what we're doing here. Tell your friends, tell everybody, this is the place to be. This is where you're going to get all the information. So to kick things off, October is a busy, busy month, and we're starting tomorrow, October 7th, uh, 5 to 8 is GAIN, and that is happening at Pioneer Community Park, uh, and if you don't know where Pioneer is, I'll give you the address real quick, 8755 North 83rd Avenue, it's off of Olive, uh, and it's a great, beautiful park, you can go there tomorrow night, and what uh, you will get with GAIN is a chance to reach out to those public safety officials that work in our city here, PD and Fire, um, they are going to be there, 
They uh, library is actually going to be out there too, so you can stop by and say hi to us. But go to Gain. It is a great way to connect with the uh, people who keep us safe in this city. If you have questions, if you just want to meet, if you want to take the kids out, it's a great event. Gain happening tomorrow, October seventh, five to eight at Pioneer. Uh, the following Saturday on the fourteenth, I'm very excited about this one. We got Fall Fest right here at the library, ten to one. It is a carnival style, uh, so there's going to be themed games, a pumpkin giveaway, food trucks, crafts. There's going to be a ton going on. Uh, you want to be at the main library for this. It is always a good time. Uh, the weather looks like it's going to cooperate with us, so we're going to have a really nice uh, day. We want you to come out and enjoy Fall Fest right here at the library, main library, uh, from 10 to 1. And on the same night, Second Saturdays are kicking off uh, five to nine, and that is in downtown Old Town Peoria. So if you have never experienced the second Saturday, it is free music. It's fun. It's an art show. Uh, they're, they're taking it up a level this year. I, I saw the, the, the list of musicians they're bringing out. It's fantastic. So you can go on the website to get more information about those uh, musicians who are coming out. But you're going to want to hit second Saturdays. That's October 14th, Saturday evening from five to nine. So check out second Saturdays. The last thing I have for you, it's, uh, I can't believe it's three weeks away, but the Halloween Monster Bash. This is the huge thing that happens at the end of October every year over at the Peoria Sports Complex. Uh, this year, it's going to be fantastic as it always is. This is October 28th. It's Saturday, 5 to 9. Uh, there is going to be a costume contest for different ages. Um, there's going to be a BMX show that's going on, interactive uh, wildlife exhibit the dino crew um inflatable slides a green screen entertainment i could go on the list here is huge there's also a sensory sensory room for those uh those people that may need to take a break and uh calm themselves down or find a quiet place just to sit so they'll have their sensory room out there as well um it is going to be such an awesome time it always is it's great for the kids and again saturday october 28th five to nine you're going to want to make sure you make your way out to the peoria sports complex for the annual halloween monster bash that is going on there so like i said crazy october is jam-packed with stuff it is always uh nuts in october when the weather starts to cool down you know that uh, everybody's coming outside and uh in peoria we happily accommodate you with all of those things that we're trying to do with our fall fest monster bash gain so many other things so make sure you check websites too for uh, times and dates of other events going on um, but those are the big events happening that are going to be happening in the next few weeks here and so make sure you uh, make your way out to those awesome events so with that, let's uh, shift gears a little bit. Let's go back to Michael. Michael, thanks for waiting. I appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> that was good information. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. That's what we try to do here. So um, I want to start out, uh, you you are an Arizona native, and so you've lived here your whole life. You're you're really familiar with the Arizona market, correct? Right. And and before we get started, I do want to thank you for having me. And oh. I, I think this is uh, an amazing service that you offer the community. And it's honor, um, it's an honor to be here. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Thanks so much. And um, uh, Michael and I have known each other a very long time and we go we go way back. And uh, I can tell you that um, Michael knows what he's talking about. And you're going to want to listen to him here because he's got great information. But you you are from here. You know this market inside mm -hmm. and out, correct? Okay, so I, <laughs> here, we, we need a little bit of uh, clarification and background on that because I typically tell people I'm a native, 
but but oh yeah. here comes the big yeah. confession everybody listen up. okay but i i was born in washington state i didn't know that right i've known you for like almost 30 i didn't I, know that how I did know. i not know that because i was three months old when we came here oh see that, that right? does, okay that doesn't count i know i just didn't want anybody like you know trying to do some background see, they're gonna fact like, check it like michael's lying right okay hey yeah. i see right off the bat the honesty mm-hmm. i love it That's so right. you were born in washington state yeah you move here yeah oh that was a tough drive too i remember it <laughs> No, just kidding. But uh, yeah, you know, my uh, my family had a nursing home back in Washington, my parents, and they uh, they came out to Arizona for many different reasons. But uh, yeah, I, I, I was raised here, um, you know, different parts of the valley, um, went to ASU. Yes, thank you. Go Devils. Go Devils. That's awesome. And uh, while I was at ASU, my father was working as a loan officer for a company. Oh, okay. And he had been in real estate and mortgages his entire career. And so I was always around it, um, but I didn't really know what it meant until I was at ASU and I became his assistant. Oh, okay. And I used to go out to people's homes for him and take the mortgage application at their kitchen table on paper. We would use paper. <laughs> what? Paper? Yeah. Oh, the, 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 oh, in the olden days, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If there was like, uh, go to the website, I wouldn't have even had a position. Who knows what I'd be doing? <laughs> you would have been out of a job. Go to a website. We don't need Michael anymore. Right. All right. So you took applications, you did all that. You kind of learned the business then. I learned the business directly from him. And then uh, when I graduated, the company where he was working just allowed me to come on, you know, because he was there kind of supervising. So that was my beginning in 1996. Holy cow. So you have been doing this a long time. You know this market. Um, You know, obviously you got in early, you know, right out of college. You were were doing this in college. You were Mm -hmm. doing this and then right out of college. And you're learning learning the business, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. And how does that how does that go for you? You know. Well, um, it was it was tough at first. You know, because <laughs> rates were in the nines. You think rates are high now? We, yeah. We'll talk about that. But <laughs> they they were in the nines, and people were still buying. But it it was a it was a little slow at first, and uh, because I looked like I was fourteen years old, it was really hard to get business. <laughs> so he still looks like he's fourteen. Everybody, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I what I would do is I would just. Um, I would send little flyers. I'd fax them to realtors. I love it. We're talking about faxing and real paper applications. Right. And all my flyer would say on the fax was horrible credit, question mark, no problem, Mike. (laughs) And it would have my beeper number on it. Oh my gosh. This story is so good. So um, that's what I I had to do to get mortgage business. And so because of that, we got really good at working tough loans too and figuring out how to make deals work because the realtors weren't going to send me the, you know, their their top clients at that time. Of course not. Mm -hmm. And so you obviously in that market, you have to really work at you know, working for your client, working for the people who are trying to get their first home, trying to, you know, maybe get out of a bad situation, whatever it might be. And so you kind of learn all this going through and we find ourselves today where we're at with these mortgage rates that are, that are rising. Mm -hmm. And it's, we've had, and you probably know this better than I do, but we had such a long period of, of really good interest rates. What was that run? It was like, it felt like 10 years. Well, um, (laughs) this week we actually, um, just, uh, it's 23 years since we've had uh, this rate at uh, 7.69%. So 23 years, 23 years. There's this huge run of, Historically low rates, mm-hmm. and 
a lot of people are buying. Housing market's coming back. I know, obviously, 2008, that, that time mm-hmm. was, was rough. But bounce back, right? right. And so for, for a while, we've had these, these great rates where people are. And now we find ourselves with, what you say, 7.6. 7.69 is the average, the average. nationally, right? Mm-hmm. And so my next question for you is, I'm a first-time home buyer. I want to move into Peoria. We all know how great Peoria is. It's a great place to live. It's a family-oriented place to live. Tons to do. Work, play, stay. That's that's what Peoria is about, mm-hmm. right? So what do I? how can I do that with a rate like that? What is right. out there for me? Well, a lot of the times... You, and people still qualify with the rate, you know, it, sure. it's, it, 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 we're a little spoiled because we see all these people as a first time home buyer, you've maybe have seen your friends or your family, you know, get a 3% interest rate. Right. And so it's just mentally, you think that, oh, you can't do it now because the rates are seven and a half percent. That's a great point. Right. But that doesn't mean that you don't qualify. So, um, you know, there are some strategies to actually uh, have a lower payment and effective rate at first, and we can. That's called a two-one rate buy-down. But um, you know, the first thing that people do is they find out with their income what house payment they can afford. Right. Okay. And there's going to be times when, because of where rates are and where where the values of homes are, that they may not qualify for what they need for their family. That that does happen. That's a reality, and and I, I appreciate you saying that because. I, you're not coming on here blowing smoke, right? You're being honest with people. And I think that's what people want. Let's mm-hmm. be honest with them. Sometimes you're not going to get the house that you want or the size of the house that you want because mm-hmm. the rates just don't allow it right now. That's right. And But there are other things you can do. There are. So what what we're seeing, if a typical home buyer comes in, first-time home buyer, and they have limited cash, there are down payment assistance programs. Okay. Excellent. Okay. And you don't even necessarily need to be a first-time home buyer to use these down oh, payment assistance. Okay. So we will look at those and we'll see uh, what you qualify for. And and when it comes to credit, you, you, don't, you don't have to have perfect credit. A lot of these are FHA loans, Federal Housing Administration loans, mm-hmm. and they're backed by the government. And um, in some cases, you can get down to a you know 580 credit score okay. and still have minimal down payment. So you don't have to have perfect credit. Right. And uh, so what we'll do is we'll look at your income and the credit and we'll see if you qualify for one of these programs that offer assistance. Okay, which Fantastic. can cover some of the down payment, all of the down payment, sometimes some closing costs. Okay. All right. And then if we are running into um, a debt to income ratio problem mm-hmm. uh, for the on the affordability side, right? right. Uh, we are seeing more people actually buy with somebody. Oh. Like, right? Like some maybe uh, friends are, are joining forces. Interesting. And they're looking at it as an investment sure. together to get it, their foot in the door. Sure. Right? Because, um, and and also, uh, let me just add to that, the uh, people are having their families co-sign sometimes too. Right. Right. Okay? And that may be what you need, you know, depending on where you're at in your life. Right. And yeah. it's not, it doesn't have to be forever. Right. I mean, we see people, we've seen people do this in the past and then we refinance that parent off of the loan later right. when interest rates come down, right? Sure. Then they don't need that additional income. I think the the important thing is, is uh, waiting is not the solution. Okay. Like wait, waiting for rates to come down, waiting for values to come down is not really a good move. Okay. And, and, and here's why. When interest rates come down 1%, it brings 5 million new qualified buyers into the market. Wow. Right. And we already have an inventory issue. 
Okay. Like it's like wow. if, if you're out there looking for a home right now, you know it's not that easy. Yeah. Even if you qualify, like it's. Yeah, you can just, have all the money in the world, but if the home that you want isn't available because there's so many people that want that house. Yes. Now you're all bidding against each other. Right. And now you have to pay more. Exactly. Okay. So inventory is low. So when rates come down, people that are waiting to buy something when rates come down are, I mean, they could be shooting themselves in the foot. Right. Yeah. Because they, they're not going to be anything for them to buy. It's going to be a frenzy when wow. rates, when rates okay. come down. Okay. I, I didn't even think about that. Okay. So, uh, so we're, we are seeing families get in, finding a way, get the cosigner, buy it with somebody, like buy the interest rate down, right? Get, get your foot in the door. And then, you know, the industry professionals do think that we will see rates improve later in 2024. And okay. then we'll take an opportunity of a refinance and bring that rate and payment down. So this is a, sh- this may be a short term rate for you. You get, like you said, you get your foot in the door, those rates drop. Mm-hmm. And, and then now I can make that move to get the better rate, save myself some money. Exactly. Okay. Then you avoid uh, the, the frenzy, the panic that happens when because the rates you're are in low. the house you want. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you can't even, it's then, then we're back to like possibly, uh, you know, bidding over ass price. Right. 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 And so, and, and the reason that um, I, Although I don't have a crystal ball and I, I don't know that. <laughs> and I appreciate you being honest. Thank right. you about, I appreciate that. Yeah. Don't, don't buy something and then not be able to refinance next year and come back and, you know. Yeah, don't yell at Michael. But, he's, yeah. he's saying that's what the hope yeah. is. And this is not, you know, a for sure thing, but that's what the hope is. Right. Because yeah, no, no matter what, you're going to qualify for the payment now. So even if rates right. didn't come down, you can do it. And like you can stay where you're at. We're not going to put, no loan officer is going to put you in a payment that you just, you can't afford yes. if the rate never comes down. Makes sense. Okay. So. I think that, um, you know, keeping that in mind and knowing that, you know, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are projecting the appreciation to still exceed 20% over the next five years. Wow. Okay. So that can That's make- why getting your foot in the door is so important. Exactly. Oh, I, okay. So what is that? You know, you, you buy a $400,000 house, you know, what's that going to be? pretty good. 20%. It's pretty good is over that, five years. $80,000? Yeah, we were talking about four. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a ton of money. Yeah. So, I mean, and trying to time the market, like to wait till those rates come down or if values come down. Nobody's good at timing the market. No. Have you tried to time the stock market? Right, right. It's it's uh, it's unpredictable, and don't put yourself in that position. Mm-hmm. You know, get with a loan officer, whether it's uh, it's uh, it's a Michael or anybody else. You know, get with them now and start start these conversations. So so great information there, Mike. I, I, so you know, don't wait. You know, if you were looking to buy, there are things to do, as Michael said. So let's go kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about I have a house. And maybe I want to consolidate, but right now I'm sitting on a three, five, a 4%. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mess with that. Or, or I mean, you know, maybe I need to do so, or maybe I need to move because I've outgrown my house, whatever the, the case may be. If I own a house right now and I have a good interest rate, what, is there anything I can do right now? Is there a movement that, that right. we want to do right now? Or do you want to st- kind of stand pat right now? Well, so that exact point um, is one of the reasons it's compounding our lack of inventory is because people don't want to sell their house. Sure. And there are, there are families that need to downsize. There are families that need a bigger place. Their right. family has grown. They, they need to relocate with job. Like what if you're, you know, you get offered a better job somewhere Yeah. and Great you point. can't, and you can't take it because Ooh. the, because you can't give up your 3% interest rate and, and find a home at 7%. Like that's not good for the economy either. No, and, and or you, right? You can't take that job, right? Yeah. So you know, so so people holding on to these, uh, you know, not wanting to sell their home 
is adding to the, the problem because they have this three or 4% interest rate. And so something we are seeing families do is if you do qualify for a new purchase, like you have to make the move because mm-hmm. people are still buying and selling, you know, sure. in, in this environment. Um, and you, you can qualify, but you just don't like the payment. You can do something that's called a two, one rate buy down. Okay. And so let's say your rate is seven and a half percent. Okay. You can uh, ask the seller for some concessions and, and cover the, the cost difference to bring the rate effective rate down to five and a half percent the first Ooh. year. Okay. So that's one year at five and a half percent. And I say effective rate because what's happening is the interest rate is still seven and a half percent, but the seller is putting money up in an escrow account that covers the difference in payment that gives you the effective rate of five and a half percent. But that's a huge difference Absolutely. in payment. I mean, Two percent. Right. <laughs> Big time. One year goes. So after one year, then it goes to six and a half percent. And then after that second year, it goes to the seven and a half percent, the normal regular rate. Whatever you locked in at that time. Exactly. Right. So what that does is that gives families two years of a much lower payment that mm-hmm. they're comfortable. And they're doing this because they know that their income's going to be going up maybe. Yeah. You know, young yeah. family. Sure. Um, they're doing it uh, to buy them some time until the rates do come down and they do that refinance. Right. And that was going to be my question. So if I do this two-way, two, what was it called again? Two-one? Two-one rate, rate buy-down. Buy down. If I do this, am I still, if let's just say the rates did come down to six and a half next year mm-hmm. or two years, I still can refi under that, yes. correct? Okay. Yes. Awesome. No, that's a, a great question. So you're not locked into it for two okay. years. If awesome. rates dropped to 3%, they're not going to. But, <laughs> but, but don't don't think you're going to get 3% again. Like, yeah. You know, not for a long while, probably. We probably shouldn't have had those rates. A lot of people you know, in the industry feel like that that was yeah. not fiduciary- you know, to, to take a rate that low. I think there's a lot of people that would agree with that for sure. Right. So, so the, um, so if you, if you do the two, one rate buy down, it gives you the time. And if you refinance in a year, because rates did come down to say five and a half percent or something, then the money in that escrow account from the two, one rate buy down, the seller paid, you get that money. So, oh. so you haven't lost anything. Wow. And you can just, you can use that on the refinance. Okay, nice. Okay. That's a really good program. I mean, it does allow for you to, as you said, there's a tool there for people to, to use uh, depending on the situation they're in. That's really, really cool. And it, right. it, it feels to me that there's a lot of these tools out there that not a lot of people know about, you know, mm-hmm. whether you're a first time home buyer. I know there's a lot of veteran programs, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, all these tools kind of combine to be able to give somebody a chance to get into their first home or as you said if it's a family needing to 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 size up downs whatever the case may be there's a ton of tools out there there are and and people you know really should realize that the loan officer does not charge anything for a consultation so if you go speak to a professional you don't you're not going to be obligated to do anything or pay a fee for their time like you can get a path to buy put together at no cost and just get information. Which is a great idea, especially if you're in a position where you need that now. I love that. That is a great idea. And as I said, whether you whether it's Michael or, or anybody else out there, if it's free, go talk to these people. Because again, you don't know the tools that are out there that are going to help you um, buy responsibly, you know, buy the house. And, and as Michael said, they're never going to put you in a situation where you're going to be, you know, you're going to be struggling. That's not the goal. That doesn't do Michael, uh, that doesn't do you any good. No, I mean, the, the last thing a bank wants to do is do a foreclosure. They have all the money in the world. They could go buy all the houses if they wanted <laughs> right. to. That's, they just want to get paid every month. So yeah. it's- and, and for you, you want to keep this person as a client. You want to keep a, a great 
great relationship, you're not going to put somebody in, in a situation where they're going to be in a bad way. Absolutely. It's just not going to happen. Of course so, not. And, and I think that that's the, the important thing for me here is if you get somebody like Michael who's going to look out for your best interest, who's going to take care of you, who's going to be honest with you too. And I think that's a big thing, being honest. That's what you want to look for in, in, in a loan officer, correct? I, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, so obviously, you know, we we know where interest rates are. If you're looking to buy, if you're maybe looking to refinance, pull money out, whatever it is, there's options. And I know you said you don't have a crystal ball, and so I'm not really going to – I'm not holding to you, to you to this. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. You know, do, do you see in the next few years here things – kind of calming down things settling in like you said probably three percent we may never see that again and and as you said we probably shouldn't um but do you do do you see things kind of calming down in the market a bit you know it would be great if we could get into the fives again you know okay. that, that yeah. is, that's because that i think five is is a good rate that's really good right and you know unfortunately no one's going to want to hear this but <laughs> hey <you> be know, <laughs> honest <laughs> um you know, there, there is word throughout the industry, you know, I've, I've heard this from our CEO and other CEO of mortgage, mortgage banks mm-hmm. that uh, we could see eight and a half before it gets better. Okay. So, you know, if I needed to move my family and I knew that there um, might be a window of opportunity now. to do something, even right. though it doesn't, <laughs> seven and a half doesn't sound like it, but Hey, yeah, if it's better than eight and a half sure, though. And sure is. that's the thing. And I was watching something the other day where they're talking about the prime rate possibly hitting 16 at some point. I mean, if I think to your point earlier, waiting is not always the best idea because you may get tagged for more later on. And if you're in a situation where you need to do it now, mm-hmm. don't wait. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, if, if the rates come down, like people are hoping that some people are projecting the fourth or third quarter of 2024, okay, we could see some improvement. I, I really hope that that happens. Like that's, but we don't know for sure. We don't know, but we We're right hoping. now the information we have right now that is possible. Okay, but to your point earlier too, let's say that it does happen and we see a little dip, you're going to see a frenzy. And give us that figure again. A one percent drop brings in how many more? Five million five, buyers. Five million buyers. Mm-hmm. Right. So now it, that's nationally, nationally, right? you know, but, but still, that, okay. We can look at the national picture, but you know as well as I do, everybody's moving here. Mm-hmm. Like Arizona is a place where people are moving to. We're growing still, mm-hmm. which is amazing to people like us who right. grew up driving on I-17 in the 90s and nobody was on the freeway but you, right? <laughs> you and me, that was it. We're the yeah. only two on the freeway. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a great point because you're right. When these interest rates do, when things do calm and settle, you you might say, okay, I'm in a great position with the interest rates, but now I can't find a house because mm-hmm. there's, there's 20 people bidding for the same house. Exactly. And yep. now you're, you're back where you started anyways, because like you said, you're, you talk about people buying over the, the, the asking price. It's actually a worse position to be in yeah. than, than doing something with a higher rate that is temporary. That, that's a great point. Right. Uh, th- there you go. I think that kind of, that to me is, is what you need to hear. It is a worse position to be position to be in when you're being outbid constantly than saying i I got in at seven and a half, eight eight percent, and now I can go down to six. Mm-hmm. But I got the house I wanted. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, we had we had clients that were so mad they were getting four and a half percent. You know, 
because they they wanted the three and a half percent. You know, right. it, it always feels like that. It does. It, it does, and you always feel like you missed the boat or something. I was in the same boat in two thousand eight. Like I didn't. I was waiting. Oh, you know, I'm gonna wait. Wait, the house. The house is gonna keep going up, and then boom, you're in a position where the bubble bursts and. Guess what? You you don't have it, and right. and I think in this situation the bigger the bigger question is not, you know, oh what's my rate going to be? The bigger question is going to be how many people am I going to be bidding against when the rates come down? Right. Because we know how, I've talked to tons of people who, you know, years ago were trying to move and they couldn't because they'd get in on a house and a cash buyer would come in and see you later alligator. That was it. Right. And they you know there's nothing you can do and they're like we we bid on four houses in the last two months and we can't get the house that we want. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a bad place to be. Right. And then, um, you know, for your listeners, uh, when you, and you, you briefly touched upon it there when you talked about the prime rate. So it's not just mortgage rates that are high, like all interest rates are high, like car loans. Yes. Those, those rates are high. Credit card debt is outrageous right now. It is. And so, you know, this is part of, um, you know, the government's plan is they, as they increase the federal funds rate, you know, they want to, intentionally slow down the economy that it's it's we're starting to feel it yeah we're starting to feel it it's not sure. just the mortgage rates so right now we have a trillion dollars in credit card debt a trillion dollars that's a lot right and that's so ridiculous. and we have clients coming to us and they are being crushed by this mm-hmm. like it's a burden and um you know when you have credit cards at you know 22 25 percent interest and you're trying to make that monthly payment you're not getting anywhere no and People have a lot of equity in the home. Right. Yeah, because home values are staying strong. Right. Right. So they call us and they want to know what can we do with that equity to, you know, give us some payment relief every month. And they, do, the first thing that they say is, I don't want to refinance my mortgage. Right. Three I, and a half my rate. Right. Right. I don't want to do a cash out refinance and, you know, put my whole loan at seven and a half percent. So there are, there, there is a second mortgage that you can get mm-hmm. and you can tap into some of your equity and do like a debt consolidation loan without changing your, without touching okay. your first mortgage. There you go. So that's very popular right now. Okay. And there are, um, there, some of them, they're HELOC people have heard this term home equity line of credit, which, um, is often a variable rate. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, it allows you to use it like a credit card. You could pay off consolidate debt and then you could pay it down. You could use it again. It's With like a, a much lower rate with a much lower rate. Well, it's lower than the credit cards. Than the, oh, oh, than the credit cards. Yes. Sorry, let me clarify that with a much with, lower rate than the credit. Than cards. the credit cards, yes. correct? Yes. And um, so there is also a a fixed rate second too, mm-hmm. where in, rather than it working like a like a working line of credit, it's one loan that's fixed for 15, 20, or thirty years. Right, and that gives you a little bit more security of the rate not being variable. Yes, and you can lock in that payment, that amortized payments, mm-hmm. and start getting that debt paid down. And and the idea there is to have less finance charges than your higher interest right, rate credit cards and to improve your monthly cash flow. Right. right. All, you, all good reasons to do it. Right. And you know, this, if the second mortgage does not work because maybe some, cause sometimes there is so much consumer debt mm-hmm. that Actually, refinancing from three and a half to seven and a half percent—it still, still works. It's still going to save you money because it, it just comes down to the math and the um, the cash flow. We had a family that did exactly that. It was like three and a quarter percent rate they were at. First thing out of their mouth is, "We don't want to refinance mm-hmm. the first. We showed them that going into seven a quarter at the time, they were still improving their monthly cash flow by six hundred dollars a month. Wow, and. 
by doing that refinance and taking the higher rate on the on their total mortgage, improving that cash flow, they could take that six hundred dollars a month that they were saving, and they they could knock ten years off their mortgage. Oh, by putting it back on the principal. Yep. Yeah, that's a great idea. Another great idea. Okay, so obviously Michael's got a lot of experience in this. He's got a lot of great ideas. Um, Michael, before I let you get out of here, uh, if people are interested in talking to you, as you said, you'll consult them for free. There's no obligation. Where can they reach you at? Um, the easiest way is to, you can go to my website, which is uh, mikeingleking.com. Spell your last name for everybody. So it's E N G E L K I N G. Okay. So mikeingleking.com. And uh, all of our contact information is there. And if you want a phone number, it's 480 500 3070. 480-500-3070. Awesome. So thank you for that. And again, if you have questions, if you just want to, you know, say, all right, hey, Michael, you know, I don't know what I want to do. I'm just, I'm just kind of spitballing here. You'll take the time. You'll work with them. You'll talk with them and you will guide them whether you're their loan officer forever or not. Please don't feel like you have to do a transaction with us. Okay. If you just want to talk and um, run some scenarios by me um, that uh, I'm happy to do that. Right. He is not, and I want to clarify, he's not here to get your business. He's here to help. He is here. I brought him on the show because of what's going on. And I wanted Peoria residents to know that there's options out there that that you can still buy in Peoria. You could still live in Peoria, refinance. There's things for you to do. And Michael was gracious enough to to give us his time to talk about that. So again, if you have questions, reach out to uh, MikeEngleKing.com. Correct. Correct. And then the number one more time. 480-500-3070. Right on. So if you have questions, reach out to Mike. And if you uh, need to reach out to uh, the show at what's up Peoria at PeoriaAZ.gov, I can also give you that information too. So uh, if you have questions, make sure you do that. Michael, thanks so much for coming on today, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Nathaniel. That was fun. It was great having you. We'll we'll definitely have you back. Hopefully, uh, as rates uh, start to make their move, we can get you back on in some time here and we can discuss, you know, what people can do as rates come down. So Uh, I'd I'd love to do that. Let's keep our fingers crossed that that happens. All right. Well, again, my thanks to Michael for coming on. Uh, Great information there. Remember to get out to all of these events going on we got the monster bash we got gain that's going on tomorrow and fall fest right here at the main library you do not want to miss fall fest it's always an awesome time i want to thank all of you for always tuning in uh fantastic audience thanks for the feedback we appreciate it and I can't wait to, to, uh, to for October. I got tons of good guests lined up. We're going to have a chef coming in. We have ASU coming back. Um, just an awesome guest list coming up in October into November. So make sure you are, are following us uh, and, and uh, that you are downloading the podcast every week because you're not going to want to miss the information that we have. So thanks so much for listening. And until next time, this is What's Up Peoria. 